You're listening to an encore presentation of Faith and Family. Welcome to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. It is October. Doesn't feel like it in some parts of the country today, but uh, it is October, a great time of year to get out, enjoy beautiful weather, enjoy the changing leaves in so many parts of the country, and enjoy God's beautiful creation. How can that be good for you? How can it be healthy for you? How could that benefit you and your family? Well, we're going to talk about that with uh, one of our friends from Lutheran Valley Retreat in Woodland Park, Colorado. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting Faith and Family. Find out more about them at kfuo.org. Find the CUW logo in the sponsor section. Joining me by phone this morning, Steve Johnson, Executive Director of Lutheran Valley Retreat in Woodland yep. Park, Colorado. Steve, welcome back to Faith and Family. Well, thank you very much, Andy. It's good to it's good to be a part of the program today. So, well, Steve, your time. thanks so much for spending some time with us. Where are you this morning? Are you out and about around camp or uh, around yeah. town today? Well, I am in town. My wife and I we have a house here in Woodland Park, Colorado, and uh, just kind of enjoying a leisurely morning this morning. So it's kind of nice. Well, thanks so. for spending some of your leisurely morning with us uh, here on Faith yeah. and Family. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Lutheran Valley Retreat in Woodland Park, Colorado, uh, the, yeah. the history and what it's up to, what you're up to today at LVR. Well, right now, you know, our history is uh, we've been around, established by a group of uh, Lutheran families from Colorado Springs, Colorado in 1959. The camp got its first start in the mid-60s um, with three weeks volunteer run. Uh, they bought the property for uh, the entire Lutheran Valley properties, 900 acres, and and then they sectioned off 237 for the for Lutheran Valley retreat, and uh, been running camps uh, since yeah about 1965 or so, and then um, 1980s we we started to do year-round ministry uh, with uh, various directors throughout the years, and and uh, now yeah full-on year-round uh, retreat. Um, summer camp for kids, families, uh, adults. Uh, we do uh, men's, women's retreats, high school, middle school, anything you possibly think of. We try to make happen. So, and I bet part of that time involves getting out, uh, doing some hiking, ex- just exploring and experiencing God's beautiful creation in that part of Colorado. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we do. Uh, that's that's actually outdoors is what we do. Uh, we don't really even in the winter. We do have a couple facilities where we can run some indoor activities but mostly we're outside all year round uh, it's a beautiful place enjoying what god has for us <laughs> now you're not a colorado native though are you <laughs> correct uh, i actually come from columbus indiana uh and but, but been out in colorado since graduating college in 2000 and uh, worked at uh, lutheran valley for the last 13 years well thanks be to god that you are there what do you love about your work at lvr Every day is different. Um, you know, some days, yep, it's in the office. Uh, we're working, you know, like right now we're planning on our 2017 schedule, uh, working, just getting all, everything organized. Uh, but tomorrow, uh, you know what, I'll be out at camp um, working with our new program director and getting things set up for the next couple of weekend retreats we have. And, and then, you know, Thursday, it's, just, it's great. Every day is a little bit different. So it's perfect for my personality style. <laughs> Now, what what access do you have to uh, to trails and hiking there in the, in the area around Lutheran Valley Retreat? We actually have a couple of different trails. We've built a lot of our own trails on our property. Uh, just some beautiful views. Uh, the Grinder Loop is built by a group in Michigan. Uh, what we call it. We have uh, the Cedar Mountain 
trail uh, that's about it's only a mile long but it takes uh, any group uh, roughly between two and three hours just because of the elevation gain the rock scrambling things like that cedar mountain overlooks the entire valley it's just a beautiful hike and then we have about a a uh, mile and a half one-way hike down to this old stone cabin just off the property in the National Forest um, that we, that actually is an old, just a cabin a guy built back in the early, late 1800s, early 1900s. He tried to just find gold in the entire area, and that cabin's still standing. So it's down and tucked away in a valley. It's really beautiful. So. Did you grow up, Steve, did you grow up hiking? Were you, did you do a lot outdoors when you were a kid? I did, actually. My parents uh, lived right across the street from, from woods, and uh, if if I had free time and the weather was nice, you know, well, even if the weather wasn't nice, we'd fall through the creek and the ice, you know, my brothers and I. We were out in the woods a lot, um, <laughs> you know, making jumps with our bikes, uh, finding where else new areas to go. Uh, we just spent a lot of time out there. So. so you love being outdoors. What is it that you love about being outdoors? The uh, well, you know, it's uh, it's kind of feel like it's changed over the years. I think the biggest thing has been the. Um, with the increase of, of just the busyness of camp and with the, uh, you know, less time with the family, I found that just being outdoors and being with the, in creation, has it helps my mind to see a bigger world and say, okay, my problems aren't that big. Uh, there's more things going out there and there's more people to reach for Christ. Let's, you know, uh, it helps me refocus, I would say, uh, and, and look at the bigger picture. Um, rather than, you know, focusing on those little things that bother me day to day. When you, when you're outside, when you're on a trail, when you're out just enjoying the creation that, that in which God has placed us to, to live and to serve, mm-hmm. where does that where does that take your mind? You said it takes you away from the, the little things that seem to bother you day to day. Yeah, that's right. Um, it, it just, uh, what I see is I just see that bigger world that God has given us, um, and, and it takes my mind just to see how big he is, first of all. <laughs> and and yet he still loves me, you know. Uh, and yet he still sent his son to die for me and, and rise for me so that I can, we can live and we can love others around us. And, and those, those little changes of perspective help my focus in the day. It's like, okay, this is why I do what I do, is to lead children, youth, families, adults to the feet of Jesus so they can know the Lord and Savior and, and helps me keep that perspective. Um, and it also helps me as a father uh, say, oh, I need to get my kids out here and see this too, because there's some amazing things out here. Uh, you know what? In Indiana, we didn't have big mountains, <laughs> but we had, we had, we had forests. Um, we had, uh, there's nothing like the sunset over the, you know, over my grandparents' farm. Uh, there's nothing like the sunrise on top of the little hill we used to go to. Just even in, you know, it does, you don't have to have mountains to get outside and enjoy the, enjoy the creation of God. What are some of the benefits? that uh that we can receive from from getting out and and hiking specifically you know hitting a trail uh obviously it's exercise but are there benefits to physical benefits mental benefits to to hiking yeah absolutely um just you know it's just that uh like i said the perspective change the perspective of okay just breathe uh slow down a little bit even though you're hiking um you know and also I don't know if a lot of folks are like me, but some days I can't figure out um, what I did at the end of the day. There are some days like that. I'm going, wow, what did I just do? But then when I go hiking, it's just nice to have that goal, reaching a goal, accomplishing a task, which is get to the end of the hike and go, wow, oh, we did it. And it was good and healthy and just 
mind-wise, uh, you know, spiritually, emotionally, uh, it helps balance those emotions. I think uh, the more I spend on the computer, uh, the, the more <laughs> I see myself getting upset at things. Uh, you know, but as soon as I step outside, get on the trail, uh, my brain is, it, it kind of clears up a little bit. Uh, and then I get to spend that time, unfiltered time with God on the trail, praying most of the time uh, as I'm hiking. It's pretty awesome. What are some of your favorite trails? Some of my favorite trails, you know what, I just took the boys up. Uh, we, we made an attempt at hiking Pikes Peak last week. Um, we homeschool, so we're able to take those times off during the week to go hiking. And we didn't make it all the way. Uh, the wind was heavy. Um, you know, it's kind of ironic. The, the Christian family hiking the Devil's Playground <laughs> place up there. But uh, we didn't make our goal, uh, but it was just a... It's just a beautiful, you know, hiking any of the 14,000 foot peaks around here are beautiful. Again, you don't have to have those to enjoy hiking. Um, but, uh, you know, we just, as for us, as me and my three older boys, uh, just, yeah, getting out, we get a chance to talk on the trail. Um, I have nothing else to do but make our goal and talk to the folks I'm hiking with. And, and if the folks who I'm hiking with my, my, my children, you know, how, how awesome is that? Quality time. It, it's amazing. When, uh, but so the the Craig the hike at Pikes Peak, you know, of course Cedar Mountain. Um, there's yeah a lot of trails around here. So when did your kids start hiking? We have been hiking since they were been able to walk. Uh, in fact, before they were able to walk, we usually throw them in something. Um, <laughs> my my son Joe, the first his first time at Pikes Peak, he doesn't remember it. He was one and a half, and he's nine now. Uh, so we, we we just spend time outside. Uh, it's healthy for them as well. Um, they love it. So even uh, using a backpack or something to bring them along so they can enjoy yeah. the, uh, the the peacefulness, the, the quiet mm-hmm. of being outdoors? Exactly. And, you know, getting a little dirty. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So they've been in back. Uh, if we did, or what do we do? Those little cozy things, you know, mm-hmm. where kind of I don't know what they're. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. Um, and then, uh, so now, but again, for us as parents, um, they're going to love hiking because we love hiking. Uh, but but the thing that they love more than anything else is time with their uh, time with time with us as parents. So they're going to love doing whatever we enjoy doing. Um, but if but we get in the opportunity to bring them along uh, and so how, how beautiful is bringing our children along on hiking um, and helping them enjoy, appreciate God's creation. But then, but, but also realize it's the majority of it is just time with parents. I mean, that's huge unfiltered. You know what? I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not worried about the email I'm getting I'm just time focused on creation and, and hiking with them. It's amazing. I would imagine some of your hikes, it doesn't matter if you bring the phone along or not, there's probably no connection. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, so, yes, I use it for photos, but no one can get a hold of me out here. You know, but that's, <laughs> that's not the way it is across the nation. I know that. But uh, you can always put on airplane mode for your hiking. You know, turn it off. Uh, no one needs to get a hold of you. Uh, and most emergencies can wait. Um, you know, but that's hard. That's a hard perspective to understand. So. What about from the, the kids? Do you ever get any pushback? Oh, we, we, we'd rather watch a movie. We'd rather stay home and play a game. Or, we'd, you know, we, we don't want to. Dad, why are you making us hike so far? Oh, this is so long. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, just Tuesday, it was, it was, it's just that constant encouragement that you can do it. But, you know, um, there's some incredible teaching opportunities there as parents of, okay, so 
let's not look at the end goal. What is this little goal that we can do? Let's just get to here uh, first, and, and let's sit. Well, this, up there, you know, whether it be a mile down the trail, if you can see it, or even 100 yards down the trail, hey, let's just get to there, and that'll be our next rest spot. Let's see if we can make it there. And eventually, uh, eventually you make the goal um, you know, of getting to the top. When we hiked on Tuesday, we didn't make it, mostly because when we got up there, the wind was high and it was 25 degrees outside. We just... We were prepared for it, but it was just we knew that the hike back would be pretty rough. So we ended up turning around uh, up to Pikes Peak, but it was just, uh, yeah, little goals. Uh, there is pushback, but just that constant encouragement. And the kids, the way they know you're there for them, and, uh, and you got to know your own kids, how far you can push them uh, versus uh, what is going to be their absolute breaking point because you don't want to reach that on a trail where they just sit down and say, I'm not going any further. <laughs> so. <laughs> You've mentioned yeah. setting goals a couple of times. How yeah. how do do your do your children learn from that that goal setting? What have they gained from setting those goals uh, when you go out to hike? And for example, the, the the last hike that you were on, you said you didn't reach that goal. Uh, right. What do they learn from those from that goal setting and whether you meet it or whether you don't? You know what they learn. I think I believe what they learn. Of course, I can't get one of them in here to interview because they wouldn't know what they're talking about. Probably. They wouldn't know what I'm talking about. Like, Dad, you're crazy. <laughs> Um, what I see though, is that ability to, um, if they see what I've seen working with their own friends is, uh, they've been able to do the same thing with their own friends. Uh, when they've come to camp in the summer, um, you know, they're able to do that with their cabin group and stay encouraging and stay positive. Uh, even though they're grumpy on the trip with me, I've seen that turnaround when they're with other folks doing the same thing, being encouraging, setting goals. Let's just get to hear, um, what, and as they get older, we, we work that into leadership. Um, you know, what does that look like being a leader? Uh, if we train, if I, if I, my goal is to train my children to be up, train them to be leaders. And, um, you know, so it's like, okay, so how does that, what does that look like uh, when we're, when you're in, in school? Boy, this end task looks huge. All right, so what's my first goal? First thing, break, let's break it down to smaller tasks and, and get those done. Um, and so the big task doesn't look daunting. When we turn around, my middle son, Mason, he, he was so disappointed. He goes, Dad, we, I know we can make it. And I go, I know, but the important thing we got to think about is there will be another day to conquer this mountain, but we have a hike back, and we're already tired, and we're not quite half. We're just over halfway. And so we have to think of the whole hike, you know, not just the, the end goal is the top, but really the end goal is to get back to the car. You can't get back to the car. That's a, that's a miserable day, you know. And so it's, it was hard for him to see. I can't believe we're turning around when we're so close. Now, the close is still two and a half miles away. Um, and, uh, you know, and I thought, well, yeah, it'd be great to make it. I know we can. But, man, that means we have an, we have a, it's a seven-mile one-way hike, hmm. you know. And it's, uh, so, yeah, the turning around, we still have seven miles to go, even though it's downhill. It's against the wind, 25 degrees. Um, on the way down. So it's just one of those talking through how do we care for each other? What's the best way to make sure we all succeed? Sometimes means we got to we got to turn around and, and start over uh, on a different day. So uh, I think he learned something, and he said he did. He was like, "Yeah, I, I get it now." When we got home after he was he was mad for a while, but, but he did it all right. Ever taken the the uh, the kids on an overnight hike, a camping trip on the trail? We have. We actually did um, a few years ago. Joe was five, uh, so it's four. Uh, he was four. We threw um, basically 
so I have, you know, we did. We, we did a two-night backpack trip uh, down at the Platte River, which is about five miles away from camp. You can drive to, the, drive to the river, and we just hiked in about a mile and a half, two miles, set up camp, and, uh, and then we just spent two days out in the forest. Uh, with uh, Mom got to go on that one, too, so that was pretty special. So the whole the, the family got to uh, get out and experience an overnight camping trip. Oh yeah, yeah. When is when is a good time to hike? What are some you know some of the best times to hike? I, I, I'm sure it depends on where you are in the country, but uh, right. What are some of the best times to to hike? Some of the best times, um, you know, out here in Colorado, the best times are really in that uh, late June, July, especially at our elevation. Uh, the, the weather's pretty mild in the day. Mild means it, it doesn't really get above 90 degrees. Uh, the nights still cool off. Uh, if you go earlier than that, uh, you know, the nights can still be down in the, the low 40s, high 30s. So even in June, it could be that cool outside, uh, which isn't terrible. Um, but with kids, it makes it tough. Um, this time of year is pretty, I mean, today is going to be 75, 80 degrees, which is kind of weird for our area. Uh, you know, so it's really a hit or miss this time of year. Um, but you know, in the, well, we did hiking and um, boy, back in the day at Camp Lakeview, um, in Indiana is where I got my start in camp ministry, uh, on summer staff there, you know, hiking, uh, we, we would hike a little bit and then just, it'd be too hot. Let's get in the water. So this time of year in the Midwest is just, I think one of the most beautiful, the leaves changing color. It's perfect to get out. Let your kids hike slow and kick those leaves and make little piles and run through them on the trail. You don't have to get anywhere. Just enjoy the outdoors. Absolutely. This is a, a great time of year to enjoy the, the changing leaves here in the in the Midwest. That's for sure. Yeah. It, it's not quite cool enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's still hot. I heard the weather report on 85 degrees. Oh, I think I just died a little inside, so... But it's so important to get outside. Sorry to believe it's October. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. What are some things to consider, important things to consider if you're new to hiking as you're preparing for your first, you know, day hike, just maybe a a mile or so or two miles? Well, we always, you know, what I always go through the boys before we go on a bigger hike um, is we go through what we call the 10 essentials. Um, With a bigger hike like the Pikes Peak, I made sure we had those 10 essentials because there's a chance on a big hike like that where we can get stranded on a mountain and we need to be prepared for that. Whether it be weather coming in or just, like I said, um, you get to the point where one of the, one of the kids reaches the end and can't go anymore. What are we going to do? Um, and most of the time, uh, we don't go on hikes that big, uh, you know, but it went, so just thinking th- through things like what clothes we need, if rain comes, are we ready? Are we, do we all have, our ponchos with us. Um, you know, if, if you as a family do Bible studies on the trail, is you have a little backpack Bible. It's kind of nice to be able to do that. If you get a chance to, great. If not, we can still speak, uh, speak about God. We can still talk about him on the trail. Um, the biggest thing is hydration, water, um, making sure you got enough for the kids. For an, for an hour-long, two-hour-long hike, you know, I always say if you bring about 32 ounces per person, that should be fine. Uh, but if you're going for a day, uh, half a day, you know, at least at least 64 ounces, or if you're going for a whole day, uh, three quarters of a gallon or a gallon of water at least. Um, and thinking through like, oh, what if what if we get stuck? How can we get more water? You know, that type of thing. Um, and then we always have, a, you know, I always make sure we bring a knife. And I'm like, that seems weird. I know if you're in the middle of the city, you probably don't want to bring a knife. But um, out here, you know, my kids ask me, Dad, why why did you have me pack a knife? I go, well. 
here's the, here's the benefits of having a knife along. We can do, you know, cut some things. We can do a lot of things with a knife uh, if we get stranded. Uh, emergency shelter, uh, clothing's the big things, the right socks, right shoes, um, sunscreen, those type of things. Um, we call it, you know, and, and then the other thing is making sure mom knows where we are, you know, if we go on a hike without her or someone else knows where we are and what time we expect to be back so that if something does happen, like if we're not back on time, they either call us or, or call someone who can help us. So so th- those are some tips. Any other pr- gear to help us prepare? You mentioned a knife and water and things like that. Yeah. What about uh, your footwear? What about shoes or boots? Oh, shoes. You know, I'm I'm not the hardcore wear hiking boots wherever I go. I wear shoes that are comfortable. Uh, and and uh, right now it's, a, you know, basically a pair of trail runners is what I wear for hiking. Um, and my boys wear, they basically have a good set of tennis shoes. Uh, boots, though, um, you know, new boots are a little tougher on the, the ankles. I mean, they usually, you know, so you want definitely worn-in shoes, shoes you're comfortable with. Nothing, you don't want to go to, like, REI or an outdoor store and buy a pair of boots and then go hit a four-mile trail. You're going to end up with some blisters, you know. Make sure they're broken in, uh, worn for a little bit first. Um, you know, in the backpacks, uh, the backpacks we always bring, we make sure that they have not only shoulder straps, uh, but also waist straps and a chest strap. Uh, what those straps do is they take the pressure off your shoulders for the longer days. Uh, one of the things with kids' backpacks, they don't have a lot of, a lot of times a, uh, uh, a a waist strap. And if that's the case, what I've done with my kids is I've had taken a bigger pack. And so the only thing that that my kids end up carrying, especially at the younger ages was, uh, was just their water for the day. And I usually take, take everything else like their extra clothes and, and lunch and things like that too. So uh, a good backpack that you can uh, that you can tie down in a couple of places that you can you know uh, strap down in a couple of places so that it just exactly. takes that pressure off your shoulders. Good to know. Exactly, it's comfortable, comfortable. So yeah, yeah. And over the time they've gotten, you know, at first they like, Dad, I don't need this waist strap. And then about halfway through the day, when they go, my shoulders are tired, I said, Well, let's try that waist strap. And then they'll put it on and go, oh, hey, this is nice. I know. You're welcome. I am Superman, but don't tell anybody, you know. So, yeah. Have you ever had any uh, any emergencies or anything on the trail that uh, that that made you, uh, you know, think, okay, am I prepared for this? Um, you know what? Personally, I have. Uh, mostly hiking, you know, hiking, getting above the tree line. Uh, we've had the, you know, I've been on top of, a 14,000-foot peak, uh, Mount Bross, and uh, when a hailstorm came in. And uh, making that choice at the hmm. moment, uh, do, you, do you hunker down? There's not a lot of shelter on top of, the, on top of these. Sometimes there's some things built. Or do, you, do you, you keep going? And that one, you know, we actually made the choice to hunker down until it lightened up. Um, and uh, we had the, but apparently, but, you know, a lot of those scenarios are taken care of in the prep work, making sure we had, we all had the right clothes. We had enough, we had enough water. We had enough food uh, that we could sit there for, for a lot of long time and still get out. We also, and I think the big thing that we also had that you may not have a problem uh, in, in different areas, but just making sure you have um, a headlamp or something that in case you get caught at night. Uh, and that's the, uh, you know, those are just little things like that. But in the prep work, we weren't too worried about it. Um, we got a little worried when the lightning started, and that's mm-hmm. actually when we took off. Uh, you know, we got out of there pretty quick, and that was a, that was a number of years ago. 
Sure. When hiking in the mountains, high altitudes, there are certainly some uh, some risks that you don't have at those lower altitudes. Uh, certainly, with the, the 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 fact that weather can change so quickly uh, yeah. in in those higher altitudes and in the mountains, that's important to consider mm-hmm. as you're preparing to go out on the trail. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Steve, we're just about out of time. Okay. How can we find out more about uh, what's going on at Lutheran Valley Retreat? Yeah, actually, uh, check out uh, LVR.org. We're also on the Facebook. Just look up Lutheran Valley Retreat. Uh, we share a lot of information now through social media. Uh, check it out what's going on. Uh, we got a we got a pretty extensive certain event program going on for uh, high school ministries. Uh, so, uh, you know, check out that. And there's links to that on our website. Um, we have uh, lots of things going on, uh, climbing camps, mountain bike camps. Uh, we're just prepping for an amazing year in 2017. Our theme is a step out based off of Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Uh, so we want to lead kids in those steps of faith, uh, bring them to the cross of Christ, understanding who he is. And, and we are focused on using his creation to, to, uh, to uplift Jesus' name. Steve Johnson, Executive Director of Lutheran Valley Retreat, Woodland Park, Colorado. Steve, thanks for being my guest today on Faith and Family. Thanks for the tips on getting out and enjoying God's beautiful creation on the trails. All right. Thank you, Andy. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.